right, this is day two of the Heavy Montreal Festival. Uh, the bands we saw, heard, or otherwise experienced were Lita Ford, Abbott, Gojira, Billy Talent, Barf, The Agonist, Devin Townsend, No Effects, Iggy Pop, and more or less Faith No More. Okay, so day two. Day two, Saturday. What a great day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we didn't... I remember that we got there later. There was luckily not a lot early, so we could, like, sleep a little and we didn't have to, like, zip over there at, like, noon or whatever. Right, we found we found different food, too. We found more food. Yeah. That was great. Um, but, yeah, nobody nobody was on my list until 3 and then three o'clock was pretty pretty amazing set. So even though uh, technically speaking, Friday was like tech metal day, and Sunday was butt rock day, but we got a little butt rock preview. There's at least one major butt rock <laughs> band per day. Friday we had Extreme, and then Saturday it was Lita Ford. Lita Ford. Man, um, this is a pretty amazing set. Yeah. There there was a lot going on. <laughs> a lot so, of what? A, a lot oh. of a lot of a lot of. So so the first thing, and this is this is probably just my fault for you know not really like knowing that much about Lita Ford. But um she has this huge tattoo on her right arm. And I was like, does she have a gigantic Budweiser logo? <laughs> Because it really looked like that, and then and then I looked up and I saw what her her backdrop was, and it was just like it was basically that, but in weirder dimensions. It, it's these I, like I, triangle yeah, things. I think it's like the uh, like the the shape on like a Black Widow. It's like an hourglass shape. Yeah. So it's like a black background with like a red like hourglass kind of thing. And but it's elongated on her arm. Yeah, it looks like the Budweiser logo. Well, it looks all funky and stretched on her arm because she probably got it thirty years ago. <laughs> no, I don't think that, I don't think that's not how your arm. It works, also says man. it also says Lita Ford on it. it by does. the way, it definitely it, said her name on it. We did, we, yeah, but it's a tattoo of her own name. We yes. weren't in the we weren't oh we weren't in the front row. But right, she has a Lita Ford tattoo. Lita Ford has a Lita yeah. Ford tattoo. She is committed to the brand. Um. But no, it was, so this, the set was, uh, I don't know, it was crazy. So she was wearing this, like, this, like, bright red, like, like, leather. Leather jumpsuit? Yeah, jumpsuit thing. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, it was really hot. I think it was the hottest day, too. Saturday? It was, like, super sunny, really hot. I remember, like, Friday it was kind of cool, so even though it was sunny, we got there, and it was like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then Saturday I was like, shit, well, it's no, hot. Well, fri- well, Friday there were a bunch of clouds. I felt I was hottest on Sunday. Yeah. Probably because I was wearing a darker shirt Yeah, that I mean, day. I was really hot on Sunday, but I think it was also partially that I, w- I was already sunburned, yeah. and then I was just like, fuck it. Oh. Well, the other, the other thing is on, on Saturday, again, I got sprayed by the fire hose. Yeah. So. I, I didn't get sprayed on Saturday. Yeah. Um. No, I'm gonna go with sun. No, because even remember on Saturday, I, I ended up I ended up wearing my long sleeve shirt while I was trying to dry out my other shirt. Yeah, I don't well, think it, I don't think it was as hot. Okay, well, my point being, we got there and I was like, it's definitely hotter than yesterday. And the first thing I see is Lita Ford wearing a red leather jumpsuit. That is correct. That was that was very <laughs> not weather appropriate. I do remember one of her because I don't. She played the the two songs. Okay, actually, three songs I know. I one remember two. Okay, so the three <laughs> the three songs that I know are uh, "Kiss Me Deadly," which I think she might have closed with, and uh, she did the Runaways song "Cherry Bomb." Yeah, and then a, oh, I forgot, and that that was oh, yeah. that was just awful. Yeah. Okay, and then the one we actually were like, oh, this is the one I wouldn't mind hearing her do. Yeah. was the duet, the Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> duet, "Close My Eyes Forever." <laughs> that was amazing. She also she also played. Um, uh, Gotta let go. Oh right, right. I was gonna say I I didn't know that song. Yeah, yeah. But all I know is she kept saying "Gotta let go," and we were like, like of the eighties. <laughs> yeah, because this I mean, it was so weird. Like this set was definitely like in a time capsule. Yeah. Like, it, um. So to Lita Ford's credit, she her set even though it was from a different time, 
it was the most convincingly from that time because yes. everyone else like extreme you were like you you guys don't remember like there was definitely some rough patches there lita's thing even though not very compelling was very on point it was very believable that it yeah. was that it was still the 80s and so right so it was super weird that she's up there saying like gotta let go <laughs> and you're like holding on seems like it's going okay for you um with the exception of her neck she she had <laughs> wait what? yeah so okay okay so you know the simpsons where um with the with the planet of the apes musical uh where uh, yeah. uh with troy mcclure it, so earlier in the episode, though, they're watching um, the Muppets go medieval and and they say, hey, what's with that leather Muppet? And they're like, that's not a leather Muppet. That's Troy McClure. And as they say that, he he smiles and his whole face like wrinkles. So so Lita. So maybe the jumpsuit, she was just trying to cover as much surface area as possible. And, and she was wearing, you know, heavy eye makeup because that's an 80s thing, whatever. But like, yeah, man, like, I mean, age catches up with everybody. So props yeah. to her for being up there and on stage. But it was like the like. Yeah, Lita Force's <laughs> neck was 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 noteworthy. Well, I'm gonna put it that way. Right. I feel like at one point we were like, well, maybe that's why she's wearing the right. red jumpsuit right. because right. everything else is like held together by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like she's vacuum sealed in there. <laughs> uh, um, but and she had this. She had a bright yellow BC rich. Was a Mockingbird. Yeah. Was she playing Mockingbird? Mockingbird. Yeah. Also very '80s guitar. Um, but but yeah. So the whole thing was really funny though because because the tattoo and the and the jumpsuit and her neck and the gotta let go and che oh, cherry bomb was just so awful though because and all these like all the rockabilly chicks in the audience were into it they were like yeah. they were they were like cherry bomb like every time and you say it like 50 to 70 times that song has always gone on way too long and then and then um but right but then they play then they play close close my eyes forever and and like the other guitar player like got to be Ozzy, yeah. right? And, and you're like, be like, buddy, this is this is it. You get to be Ozzy for this song. Well, and she brought out the double neck guitar oh, with yeah. the twelve string neck. We're like, oh, it's, the, it's, it's that song. <laughs> We're like, I bet you this is the power ballad. The, the, and then it was the thing that that confused me is, uh, you know, I always thought, okay, so. So I posted this on Facebook. I was like, wasn't Lita Ford supposed to be good at guitar in the 80s? Because every time she'd play a solo, it was so bad. I don't, I don't remember. But I don't. But so somebody I don't... responded and said, well, she said she was good at guitar in the 80s. <laughs> and my whole thing, my, my, my joke was, yeah, I think it was, was she really good at guitar in the 80s? Or was she just a woman who played guitar? So everyone was like. Look, so she it can was, play a guitar. It was the arch enemies of, of right, the, of arch the 80s. enemy of the eighties, right? No, so that's probably more accurate because yeah. I remember a bunch of people who were like supposedly awesome at guitar, right? Like the aforementioned Nuno Betancourt, right? And guys like Blues Saraceno, where you're like, why are you famous for playing guitar? Because yeah. you just kind of play guitar like everyone else yeah. is playing guitar. Cause, I don't because blues is part of his name, man. <laughs> he's he's born with it. Born with the blues. I I don't ever remember being like, yeah, Lita Ford. That's like yeah. a guitar. I remember like, yeah, she sang Oz that song with Ozzy. Like, so yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah. that was not a memory I had. Maybe you yeah. maybe you were somebody more somebody in tune with that. Well, right. That was the thing. I was like, well, I mean, not that I had ever like confirmed it, <laughs> but I was like, I sure, I guess. And then I was like, wait a minute, has she not practiced since the eighties? <laughs> like. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of felt like she was doing exactly what she would had probably, intended to do. Probably. It wasn't like she was screwing up. It's just that all those songs are right. really unremarkable. Yeah, it was just the soloing where I was like, I thought she was supposed to be like hot shit. Yeah, um, so I, didn't, the best, I didn't get that memo. The the uh, an even better contrast than going from Arch Enemy to Extreme <laughs> was going from Lita Ford. Uh, the way you put it was we went from rock and roll grandma <laughs> to black metal grandpa because Abbott was yeah. up next. <laughs> this was amazing. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Abbott, he he was in Immortal, which like so, uh, you know, Battles in the North is is one of these black metal albums that that people always point to. I I don't know why I would much rather listen to Dissection or Emperor or something 
but it's one of i guess like it's it's that ultimate like triggered sounds like it's in a can yeah like 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 the first one was recorded in the forest in a shed on a tape deck or whatever <laughs> and no that's dark throne oh, four okay. track in a forest okay yeah uh but um, no i know or, like uh, blood must be shed Oh yeah, yeah, that is amazing. That album like is legitimately amazing though, not for how terrible the recording quality is. <laughs> the recording quality happens to be awful, but that album is amazing. Um but but more I never got into Mortal, but I knew a bunch of people like I, in particular uh so give another shout out. I went to school with with Jeremy Safer. If you don't know who he is, um he's a he's a photographer, he's a band photographer. He's done a lot of metal bands. He's also done like ton of core bands. But he'll end up like on the and I apologize if I have this wrong, but like um, like Decibel or, or these mm. these magazines, he'll get the cover a lot of times. And he, he's done some projects. He has a couple of books out. He has a clothing line and all this other stuff. But um, I mean, when we were when we were at Berkeley and he and he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to have a I'm going to have a black metal band like that's what I'm going to do. I He was like immortal, man. Like I remember <laughs> him being like totally pumped about that. And he's not the only one. He's just, it's an example of someone, someone listening might have heard of. So this is a real thing. I, I swear it's verifiable. <laughs> it's independently verifiable. Um, and I never, I never got it. So anyway, somehow based on the fact that he was in this other band, that was enough to warrant him not only playing this fest years later, but he, being on the main stage. And then what was super weird, so, like, you you could tell that, like, everyone had shown up to see Immortal, basically, mm. right? And then it was total death and roll, yeah, right? Yeah. For the for those of you who don't, aren't familiar with the term, it's ba- it's like rock and roll, but, like, with harsh vocals. Yeah. Or, or I guess you might, it was more accurately, it was black and roll. <laughs> black, black and roll. Rolls. Because it was shrieky, not growly. Yeah. And so it was so weird because these dudes come out and corpse paint. The drummer had a mask, right? Yeah. Everybody else had <laughs> had crazy corpse paint. And then they're playing like you think they're like kick up some legs, man. And they had their flying V's and they're like. Yeah. And like I, I felt like the drummer. Uh, well, since it's solo Abbott, I just assume <laughs> everyone in the band is like hired a hired gun. And the drummer was clearly like, well. I don't want anyone to know I'm playing with Abbott. I'm just going to put a full mask on. Because, again, it was really hot. And he's wearing this, like, big, like, rubber plastic mask. It was, like, basically a devil mask with horns. Just, like, and uh, and also totally didn't match anybody else in the band. So he's just like, look, dude, I'm not painting my fucking face. But I do want to make sure nobody knows who I am. He was the the mook in the band. And Uh, there there was some dude. I'll post this on. There was some dude in the crowd who was, like, head, like, well, at least waist, head to waist, he, like in like red yeah, as, devil makeup. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. And he had like horns, and they kept showing him on the screen during Abbott's set because it was like, "Hey man, it's like the devil's in the audience." Huh? And I was like, <laughs> "The devil would just be like, this is really lame." He's like, I got better <laughs> things to do. Yeah, but uh, so that was, but uh, but yeah, mainly it was like, and and uh, Abbott also. Okay, so if you oh, want a, a real quick introduction to what Immortal looks and sounds like. Just go on YouTube, and I think it's Call of the Winter Moon is the video, which it's a is classic. It's just dudes in corpse paint frolicking in the forest. <laughs> the video quality is meant to match the audio quality, I guess. And uh, I think that was a, a budget constraint. Yeah, we're probably recording like a beta cam or something. Uh, and yeah, so it, it just watch it. it you'll under, understand, uh, and you'll either want to send me hate mail about how i don't understand how <laughs> true norwegian death, uh, black metal works what's that address again it's hate mail <laughs> at your music is bad.com so okay so at this point we we're watching we're watching the black and roll right yeah and i'm like i'm like ready to leave i'm like this is this is <laughs> this is awful like the novelty has worn off quickly and jill chimes in she's like abeth what 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 is that is that like sabbath and they forgot the s and i was like pretty much like it was it was really bad so i'm like i'm like ready to leave because it's we're standing in the hot sun it's just bad and then right then they're like you know what we're gonna give you what you came to see and they played immortal tunes yeah and i think that was the rest of their set again like we did leave. We did leave. We didn't stay for the whole thing. But yeah. then, but we did then stay for like three immortal songs. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> did they sound triggered? Well, and because uh, was Gojira right after them? 
Yeah, Kajira's yeah, after that's them. That's what we're on, like. Well, we, next we can't stage. leave the area. Right, right. We so right. Oh yeah, no. We, we just to we just other... moved to the other side so that we could be close to the front for go- because I was like, people are already lining up over there. Yeah. Like we need to go do that. Also, that stage there was more shade, and especially yeah, yeah. if you're in the front because of the the way uh, the stage is south facing, so you, mm. so it would cast a shadow. So if you could get closer, you'd be in the shade. So yeah, that's what we did. We went to the other side. And heard the rest of their set because yeah. you're right there. <laughs> the, the only other note I have is backbeats and blast beats. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. In that, like, <laughs> it was horrible. Like, I can't believe this got to be on the main stage kind of way. And And how, again... Go watch Call the Winter Moon and then explain to me why Abbott wasn't on the forest stage. <laughs> right. That was the yeah. most absurd yeah. thing. Th- this act was made for the forest. <laughs> yeah. Like if like the other band that played that had a video of them in the forest <laughs> got on the forest right. stage. So why didn't these guys? Some mysteries. We'll never know. I mean, he's not they're not even Canadian. So like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, that maybe force is strictly for Canadian bands. Too big of a draw. I don't know. Yeah, just puts uh, puts butts in the seats. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. I don't have any other comedy from that. Yeah, that was no, that was most mostly just go watch Call of the Winter Moon. That's all the all the. Yeah. <laughs> just put a link on the site. I, I will. I will just make it easy for people. I'll just I'll take a screen cap and make it the like backdrop of the podcast. <laughs> It's actually, I'm gonna do that. Upload um, it to YouTube with that. Uh, so yeah, so Gojira, Gojira was good. There's Gojira was the was the best set of the whole fest, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I mean Gojira is always solid. Another uh, another crazy pit. Another band that was not loud enough. Yeah, um, that's true. I would. So that was disappointing. Uh, so again, I moshed for their whole set. Um, I saw that that same girl, the the blue hair. Oh, with yeah. the, she was now wearing because um, this is the next day. She's wearing like uh, booty shorts and and fishnets. Um, I saw her surf a bunch of times, but she was on the other side, so I I didn't I don't know how many times, but like yeah, tons of tons of crowds are ring, tons of crowds are ring with backpacks. Um, it's a good pit. I have no idea what the banter was because um, it, it was in French because they're yeah, French, so which is I guess like. A thing yeah so not only were like a lot of the bands actually french canadian but all those bands and then gojira who is from france all spoke to the crowd in french which was like, yeah so we had no idea and there was one point where um he was like between songs he, he gave a bunch of instructions to the mosh pit oh yeah and so i had no idea what they were so i got out of the pit because i was like i was like this is gonna end badly because i don't know like, i don't know if he just said like charge with see me. that guy he doesn't know what i'm saying destroy him yeah i was like i was like whatever this is these people are going to execute it like uh, uh frenetically and and i'm not gonna be on the same page so i got out of the pit for that um but but yeah, again, I got soaked because they brought out the they brought out the fire hose, which is like great when you're like moshing and, it, and it's super hot. It's terrible like when the set's over and then you're yeah. soaked. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I did set the set list was awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. It just it, it should have been louder. Um, but the crowd was cool. Like no one kicked me in the head this yeah. time during moshing. I got kicked moshing. in the head at a Gajira show. Oh, you did. And had a fr- hairline yeah. fracture in my jaw. Yeah, yeah, your tooth was all messed up until yeah. Tommy dude's like, "No, you just gotta punch yourself in the face, man. You just gotta set it straight." <laughs> um. Oh no. So yeah. Oh, so this I did forget. There was this one girl in the pit. Um, she had she had red hair, and she was like pretty small. She wasn't like tiny, but you know, just a small woman, and mm. it it was like she wa- she really wanted to like lay into somebody. <laughs> She really wanted that person to, you know, not destroy her. So for those of you who don't know, I'm not a big dude. I'm pretty, I'm pretty small dude. I would fight in the UFC's lowest weight class. Okay. So she, she like took it upon herself to like repeatedly like push me. And I'm like, whatever, it's cool. I don't care. And, and then the way I know that this wasn't just coincidental was like in between songs during some banter, she wanted to go like talk, like, I guess she knew somebody and she walked over to this guy but instead of just like 
walking around everyone because no one was moshing because it was banter. Mm -hmm. She decides to walk right <laughs> through me and just like <laughs> just like barrels through me. I'm like, I don't I don't know what you're doing, but you can have it. That's fine. <laughs> like it was weird. Um, but yeah, they were super awesome. If you don't know Gojira, you should listen uh, to The Way of All Flesh. Um, that one's super yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's that's easily the go to um hear about whales oh yeah so yeah yeah oh and i i need to address something because this came up a while ago uh graham batcher who's the he's the lead singer for protean collective if you don't know this band uh so appropriately their first album is terrible so we can mention it on the podcast mm. the second album is, is amazing uh the red and the gray it was actually like my album of the year for 2014 um he he posted one time he was like when did metal bands stop singing about space and start singing about the ocean and at the time like i i was like that's a pretty good question i've since found the answer i think i think it was with um myodome's near life experience <laughs> i i think that is the first like prog metal album about the ocean that i can remember mm. uh i think it was like 99 hmm. too so it, you know predates Predates all the Gajira what, stuff. What about Ocean Machine? Or is it not? That's really not actually about, about the ocean. ocean. <laughs> That's just the name. Just the name. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that guy. Right. Though. Oh yeah, we'll get to. We'll get to we'll that get to guy. <laughs> but yeah, go listen to some Gojira kids. Yeah, then you don't need to feel bad. This is also a good reminder of why this podcast is about bad music because I have nothing to say about Gojira other than you should listen. Then to it totally rules. Yeah. You should listen to it, and you should make other people listen to it. They're like the best French band ever. So then, oh, right. So then on the next stage, uh, like on the other main stage, right, was was Testament, right? That's the next thing yeah. we saw. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, not a lot. I mean, it was, I they, mean, they've Testament. been doing the same yeah. thing forever. They had it, they had it down. Yeah. Alex they, Skolnick. They played some thrash. Play. Right. They played some thrash. It was unremarkable. Alex Skolnick did not play jazz. And so <laughs> it was Testament. Uh, yeah, I didn't really have anything on them either because uh, they're cool. I never really got into them. I was but. so like when I was in high school and and like basically all I listened to was like Metallica, Megadeth, Soundgarden, and Queens. Yeah, well, I think like I Testament was another one of those bands. Like Souls of Black. Like right. I listened to that album a lot. Right, and I think that's the one I tried to listen to because I think you told me it was the good one, and I was like, all right, I'll listen to that one. And I just I still didn't get into them. But well, you gotta like thrash metal, right? Like, and I I like some thrash, but I'm not like. I had a thrash phase when yeah. I was in high school. So, yeah, I mean, that album's cool. But, yeah, I mean, Testament's just sort of one of those bands. Yeah. They're there. So, Gojira was awesome. Testament is great if you're into Testament. And so, I what have... What do we do after that? Because there was, a, there was have, a gap in my schedule. I have a one-line one review for the next band, which also offers a preview of my review of another band. So, there's this band called Billy Talent. Oh, and Billy they had a Talent huge banner, and we had Can, no idea who they were. Yeah, let me let me preface this okay. before you say this. So all weekend, I kept seeing dudes with shirts that said Billy, and then I was hoping the next word was Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every time I was disappointed, it was Talent, and I was like, "What is Billy Talent?" And 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 like I didn't even know they were who they were. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know they were a band, right? <laughs> So I certainly didn't know they were playing because I didn't know they were a band. And yeah. then, and then, yeah, during Testament, you see the next stage setting up, and it's Billy Talent. And and a I huge like, banner. Oh, we're huge gonna, banner. We're gonna find out. And 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 their logo was just like big white letters on a black backdrop that said Billy Talent. So we're like, what the fuck is this? Is it like? I think Joe was like, is it like Billy Squire? Just like just <laughs> no, naming other like, random Billys. Like, no, it's definitely not. I was like, my bet is that it sounds like asking Alexandria. I'm yeah. like, it's probably probably like that kind yeah. of thing, which was pretty accurate. Which was pretty accurate. My so, guess was pretty good. My one line review is: Billy Talent is a misnomer, but the agonist <laughs> is not. <laughs> so we'd like to remind everyone, Matt. What's that email address? <laughs> Hate mail <laughs> at yourmusicisbad.com. So Billy Talent is basically, I guess, oh, Jesus, this, it's this weird, like, I don't know what to call it. It's like sort of screamo-y, but you, I don't. If you like Suicide Silence. Yeah, yeah. You would like Billy Talent. And especially if you're French-Canadian, because they were super, like, 
Oh yeah, they hometown were. Yeah, they advantage. were. They were French Canada's answer to suicide silence yeah. or asking Alexandria. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so yeah, so the singer, or uh, I use the term loosely. Uh, the was, vocalist yeah the vocalist just came out immediately was super like douche oh there was some random like political statement about like don't vote for this guy and we're like we're not from oh, here oh yeah 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 They're, right he because punk is inherently political regardless <laughs> of if you understand politics <laughs> just important you gotta that, take a stance you gotta take doesn't a stance. matter what that stance is <laughs> right. but you gotta take it exactly you gotta own it <laughs> right yeah no i totally forgot about that and and we never did find out and I don't even remember what the guy's name was. Yeah, no. So we would have had to like ask right. somebody, but it was about some election we knew nothing about. I mean, about. I saw posters for some other candidate for some election. So I assume it's <laughs> I the did, same election? I did not. You were more... Just when we were walking around the town. You were paying more town, attention than, than I but, was. But not that candidate. So currently he's not very popular. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Nobody <laughs> was going to vote do, for man. him anyway. Right. Whatever you do, man, don't vote for this guy. That's cool. I'm not allowed to. Be like, yeah, I'll be country. sure to not accidentally end up in a voting booth <laughs> while I'm here. So what was the crowd makeup like anyway? Like, was it mostly French Canadians or? Oh, uh, like so I actually saw some. Fest no, ever. I saw some demo. Right. It was very poorly advertised. I didn't know about it until we were at MDF and Amelie told me about it. Um, hold on. I actually was emailed some uh, some something about the demographics today. Let me let me pull that back up. Okay, yeah, so I got this email about the, uh, uh, from the fest about the demographics. It said, attendees came from 13 different countries. And it's like U.S., Germany, Australia, Brazil, Switzerland, France, and Great Britain. Um, and then they said that uh, uh, a third of the fans were from outside Quebec. So I don't know about Canada, but the, um, uh, I guess two-thirds... Yeah. Two-thirds were French-Canadian or, or Canadian in some capacity, which, I mean, makes sense. There was definitely a lot. When they would talk in French, yeah, like, a lot we seemed to be, people, like, the only people who didn't understand yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of people were speaking French. Uh, right, all the, all the vendors, when you would go up, they would sort of, like, say hello in yeah. French Oh, yeah, we didn't cover how uh, wherever we went, for some reason— <laughs> Everyone thought I was local. Right, right. So we, so we would get in line for things. Like, and it didn't matter if it was at the fest or it was around yeah. town, whatever. So like Jill and I would, would be up front and we would pay for whatever and they would like speak to us in English. And then Matt would be right behind <laughs> us and they would speak to him in French. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the grocery store, yeah. the, liquor the liquor store. store. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Didn't matter. Learn and French and well, go north. I know. Too. So, uh, so I know. I, I I took French in school for like twelve years, and uh, and then I graduated and refused to use it uh, <laughs> because that's the American thing to exactly. do. Exactly. Refuse to speak French. Right. And so, uh, but anyway, so like I noticed at one like at the liquor store, uh, you know, I was trying to u make some use of my education. <laughs> so occasionally I would try to speak to people in French a little bit. Uh, but there's really no point in going overboard because they spoke English anyway. And the one dude at the liquor store, he was like, oh, bonsoir. And so I was like, bonsoir. And then I was like, oh, shit. I responded in French because then he's immediately like, oh, yes. And I was like, I didn't get any of that. But I'm pretty sure you just want me to swipe my credit card. So I just kind of nodded and did that. Speaking of credit cards, this was, this was the worst part of the trip. If you've never paid for anything with a credit card in Canada, it is the, wor it's the worst experience. Because in the U.S., right, you go out to eat, you give them your credit card, they come back with some paper, and you ridiculously enough sign it for whatever reason. Mm. Um, and then, of course, there's, the, like, the CVS experience where, like, you swipe the thing. Whatever, that, that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not a big deal. In Canada, doesn't matter where you go, they give you this handheld terminal where you, you have to do the whole thing. So, like, you, you put the card in, and most of them, um, they're equipped so that if you have the chip, it's not just a swipe. You, like, stick the card in. Yeah. So the card's, like, hanging out the whole time you're doing this. And you have to, like, navigate the menus, which luckily were all in English. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it's even, like, at the restaurant, like, you can punch the tip in there instead of signing it. And so, like, one time, I'm trying to put, like, $8 tip, and I type, like, 80 bucks, and I'm like, I need to 
cancel this and it cancels like the whole thing yeah, yeah. and then i'm like we have to do this again it's just it's it's it was just well, awful and the worst like, part is how yeah like the dude's gonna stand there over your shoulder while you like punch in the tip and stuff because that like well but they're probably everyone's more polite than we are you know like being new yorkers yeah right you're, you're like we're not about <laughs> we're like you were awful i'm about to stiff you like right they, like right. there probably isn't a lot of that in canada no. and the service we had was pretty oh, yeah, good no no it's just more that again like the dude's just gotta like stand there while yeah. you so you can hand the thing back to him and you still have to like sign a separate piece of paper yeah it was really it was really yeah. weird i really hated the whole credit card thing but um whatever we survived so uh we went to see i think this is so after billy telling me we after went to billy see the agonist no, no no we went to see barf first no, oh really yeah i thought they were later at least that's where i have them written down unless i got them in order but um oh no you're right because we we only watched like one or two songs yeah because it was Billy so because it was so so bad. horrifically bad right so we went over to the <laughs> right we went over to the apocalypse stage yeah to see barf and uh, so i i have i have a comment about this i don't know yeah i don't know my what only comment is that it was the most ridiculous banter because it was in french but he did that thing where he had to keep his growly voice on the entire time <laughs> and i remember this one song that they played which i think was le petit poisson which means like the little fish but they made this big deal out of it like le petit poisson. and then like the crowd like the crowd knew it or something i'm assuming it's like they my 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 uh it's their hit man my assertion is that it's like a french canadian folk song or children's song and they like made metal, a metal they version metaled it up right because everyone seemed to get it yeah and we were like what Le, and they keep like Le petit <laughs> and it was so ridiculous and then in the song too it was like, Le petit and, uh, like and there was some little like sing-songy part to it but then also then it was just turned into a growly song. i don't know it was so ridiculous and 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 they were like what you expect a band called barf to sound like just like kind of angry nonsense you know yeah. and the, the ironically raul almost threw up during their set because <laughs> so, something happened like he was eating this falafel and i don't remember what triggered it but i like at the exact wrong moment he decided to yeah. laugh like while he was trying to swallow and he almost threw up and i was like you should have thrown up during <laughs> barf dude that it, it might have been so because metal. of le petit poisson because i remember being like what the fuck is going on <laughs> And again, I understood enough French to know that that means the little fish, which is weird. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, then we went to see the Agonist uh, at the, uh, at the forest stage. And Barf, Barf was at the Apocalypse stage right. for some reason. Barf was at the Apocalypse. Well, I again, they're local. So, yeah, yeah, they might be kind of big. Side, big side stage. Yeah. But it's a much bigger side stage than the forest stage. Yeah. But I, I think that's mainly was just like a logistics of booking. Yeah. thing. I feel like if you, it didn't matter which of those, right, two, right. you either played one of the two main stages or one of the two side stages. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, but yeah, so then we went and saw the agonist at the forest stage. Yeah. And, uh, which was great because, uh, so why do I, I have written down some dude needs to talk to the crowd, uh, because, Oh, because the, the new vocalist. So so their old vocalist is in Arch Enemy. They, much like Arch Enemy, can never go back to having a male vocalist or <laughs> right. their entire audience will bolt. <laughs> and so uh, their new vocalist is uh, this Not, chick. And her extreme stuff was okay, but her clean vocals were... Her clean were vocals were atrocious. Horrible. It was very, is very painful. Super flat. Just and yeah, bad. it was like... Again, this was one of those deals where the, we had them on the list because this was the least bad thing going on at yeah. that time. But it was pretty. It was pretty oh, yeah. bad. She came out and she was like, "Comment allez-vous?" Which is like day one <laughs> French for like, "How are you?" But like in the most like nobody uses that. I don't right. think. Like I've never heard right. a French not, person say that phrase. Idiomatic. Yeah. So and and the crowd did not respond. They were just like. <laughs> the fuck and it's probably like like it's probably one of those phrases that like french french people use and then like has never <laughs> touched french canada before and so they were just like what the fuck so that's why i had written down that one of the other dudes in the band had to be like new some lagonist and <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. like oh that's who you are cool this bitch don't know what you're talking about well no and then she They're gave from there aren't they yeah, well, yeah, except yeah. for right, her right yeah. and she gave right. a really awkward speech about that yeah. so near the end of their set she goes um she's like 
you know, you're you guys are all from here. It was like, that's not true. And she's like, and, the, and these guys are all from here except for me. But you make it feel like home. And but she said it in some way that made even less sense than that. Right, right. And and I'm like, I think what you mean is you make me feel at home. Like I, the whole thing, I was just like, this is so weird. So but, this forest stage feels yeah, like home. Right, right. In the forest where um, the circle pit around the tree right, is happening. Is the best part because she at one point said, "I want to see a circle pit around that tree," and, like, right. and they delivered. Yeah. But right, but it was sort of like. Uh, yeah, I don't. There, oh, there's somebody posted a video of that to Instagram. Oh, we oh need, yeah. We need to find that and link oh, it. Yeah. Because so by this, I feel like I'm spoiling this by telling you. But I feel like so few people will will in the middle of the episode be like, "Oh man, I need to go look up that Instagram video." Yeah. So I'm just gonna say it. So when we were there, right, you know, to to upfront, we were upfront for Beyond Creation. When we were there, you know, uh, things were still intact. By the time this whoever captured this video of the circle pit for instagram someone had had carved a gigantic penis onto the tree (laughs) it was it was pretty amazing so then there's all these dudes like moshing around the the penis tree This is pretty funny. I'll, well, I'll have to yeah, find we'll it. We'll find those pictures. We'll, we'll add it with the, I, uh, I'll, I, I don't know how I'm going to find it, but I'm pretty sure I just searched like hashtag heavy Montreal or heavy MTL. Like, uh, yeah, it was pretty great. But yeah, that set was pretty unremarkable. I mean, it was just. Yeah, well, they literally, again, Billy Talent is a misnomer, but the agonist is not <laughs> yeah, because I, I was extremely agonized by their set. My, I, so, so my sort of impression for them was they were like, they were dudes who really wanted to be in a metal band. They're like, there's nothing I ever want to do except play in a metal band. Yeah. We're going to play metal that sounds, that's like, we love metal metal. And they were like, you know how we could make a career out of this? Is if we had, you know, a female singer, regardless of whether or not she's any good. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and they, they, cause they, I mean, they were pumped. They yeah. were so pumped to play. And you were like, this is awful. Yeah. My, my guess is, uh, even before she got into Arch Enemy, uh, Alyssa White Glues had, uh, like a, a good buzz going for her. Uh, well, and she's a yeah. significantly better right. Exactly. Vocalist. So that it was, was like, oh, there's this band. They got this awesome vocalist. Oh, she's an arch enemy now. But <laughs> you want to see that band she used to be in? Like, like I feel like they've gotten more successful as a result of her leaving. But that's gonna plateau real quick. Well, or maybe they'll get a new singer. Maybe. Like yeah, who, that's true. Yeah, the, yeah, I that's mean, true. She's bad. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, you could even tell. Uh, they had like a video with her and you could already tell she was way weaker on the clean stuff. You just couldn't tell it was quite so bad, obviously because it was a studio, but <laughs> right. It, it wouldn't be surprised if one of the things were after the first like real tour. They're like, shit, we should get somebody who can do this. <laughs> when we have, you know what? When we have some time, we should find a better vocalist. <laughs> we should find a, a, I mean, well, I mean, how fast did they probably find her? It was I, like, I don't know. Cause like the second I found out the other, I was like, Oh yeah. So what's the agonist doing? Oh, they got some other chick like right away. So, I mean, there was probably a little bit of time between knowing it was happening and it being public. Right. She might have given them some warning too. They might have been like, because maybe they had tried to do a thing where like she was going to stay and be in both bands, whatever. Like, who knows? Like, but yeah, they need a new singer. Yeah. So, anyway, so it's a band. (laughs) (laughs) So, luckily, uh, after that, what just we went right back over to the other side stage um, for Devin Townsend, right? Yep. Yeah, which so, he immediately announced was the nerdiest part of the festival, which was correct. And and <laughs> here's so okay. I have two things to say about Devin. Mm-hmm. So I was really worried because so I've seen Devin Townsend before a couple times, and I really love Devin Townsend's old stuff. I love everything up till Ziltoid or like including Ziltoid, and then the albums he's done recently. Uh, I just they're terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. And but a lot of people love them. Because yeah. it's, I feel like, I feel People like. go to Prague Power. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, no, even, even some death metal dudes I know who were like, just like nerdy, like tech yeah. death dudes. They're, but it's the whole, all those albums, they have this thing where like, it's like he didn't, he, he didn't study orchestration. So he was like, yeah, you can just keep adding lines as long <laughs> as they follow the counterpoint rules. You're like, until the textual density is too high. And then it just sounds like mud. Yeah. Like, um, so I, and then he recycled a bunch of stuff and you're just like, oh, this is so bad. 
So I was really worried. But then he played a set that was actually really great. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I have no complaints about the set list or the sound or how they like all that stuff was was great. My complaint was the like there was a lot of bad banter this weekend mm -hmm. and there was probably more than we know because a bunch of it was in French. Yeah, but Devin Townsend had some of the worst banter <laughs> of the whole weekend and he knew it. Yeah. He, what did he say? He said, oh, he will. Uh, I don't know the specifics of what he said, but he's he's he, this is what he does oh, now. I re no, I remember now. He said he's like, some days you're on and some days you're yeah. not. And and he's like, it's one of those days. And you're like, so shut up, right. dude. Like, but just play. Right. But that's what he does now. He just he says shit. And sometimes it's like, <laughs> that's kind of all right. And then sometimes you're like, no, 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 no talkies now. Just yeah. play, play. But but that's that's oh, his, oh, his thing. Jill's comment. Do you remember this? No. She's because he's like. I'm so old. I have a wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She was like, she's probably so glad when he goes on tour. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, yeah, that so was, that yeah, was epic. It was yeah. oh, so good. My, my thing with, uh, later Devin Townsend stuff is, uh, I mean, he's always been very eclectic. And so you always got to watch out for like the weird album where it's something totally different. And so uh, I bought one of those albums and, I, and listened to like two, three tracks. Never like it was the key. It was like the super oh, ambient. Yeah. One. I don't do ambient in uh, general, but I was like, whatever, it's Devin, man. And I listened to it. I was like, no, thanks. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. There was like four albums that were his like transitional thing. The one I really liked of those was Deconstruction, but I liked it because no, it was. I couldn't even. I, I tried. But it wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Least. It wasn't really like novel is the thing. Ben, ben Cohen from. Um, uh, he's now probably if anyone's heard of him, it's uh, yeah. he's the new he's the replacement guitar player for Power Glove, the video game yeah, metal yeah. band, right? He also he he has his own band, um, Ladder Math, and uh, they they have an album coming out, and they're really good. He, I really liked his first band though. Um, it was called Inoculus, but the uh, you know that's no more. But he yeah he was like no man like deconstruction, and I tried to listen to it, and I was yeah. just like this is it's awful. it's not straight I, through. I, I it's not crazy straight through. There's a few, but there's uh, there's some of my favorite like later tracks mm -hmm. from it that at least for a few years when I saw him a few times he was at least playing those and those were like mm. cool but uh, the other one that I was surprised I liked a few tracks off which he plays a lot and he played like three of them is that Epic Cloud album the thing is it's the one where he put it out and he was like this is me like doing like pop stuff and I was like there's nothing poppy <laughs> about this yeah. and some of the best tracks are just like no these are like but it's not poppy, but I guess in his mind it's straightforward, which maybe it is because it's got like kind of solid verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus yeah, or something. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah. But that's like the poppiest thing about it. But it actually, I thought, had some of his better stuff in that period. But the problem is that whole period to me just feels like he's throwing stuff at the wall to well, see what sticks. Well, and you made a really good point about his, his tuning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're saying like he plays in this open tuning and basically all the stuff sounds the same yeah. because it allows him to like play with one finger. Right. And so and that's how he plays. Yeah. And so for like a long time, he was able to, you know, do kind of different stuff with that. Maybe it was more production based. I don't know. I never really analyzed any of his early stuff much, but that's he's using that same tuning. And, and it clearly is just one of those things where like, yeah, it makes it easy for him kind of like and hard for everyone who's listening <laughs> right but but no i mean yeah I, I guess the point is we lucked out that set was awesome well but that's the, i've but i've seen him a bunch and yeah. that's pretty typical of what he does lately There's, well see the last time i saw him was like yeah. over a decade ago oh, so okay. i had no idea because that's the third time i've seen him yeah but see, the I, previous two times were like a long time he's ago. been touring a lot with the devon townsend project as it were and um i don't know i've probably seen him, well that's the current band basically after, after zeltoid stuff Oh. Yeah, so it was like Ziltoid. So there was the Devin Townsend band, which I think was like, or it was the Devin Townsend project where it was like four albums, and then he was like, now it's the project, but it's also a band, and whatever. It's the project band. But the point is yeah. like everything, like basically, like said, everything after Ziltoid has been kind of like hit or miss, and or miss and miss. Right. <laughs> but the point is like there's there's some stuff like there's like a track or two on each album. I'm like all right, that's cool. Uh, but the point is, overall, my overall impression is just it's it's run on novelty, right? Yeah. Like Ziltoid Two, I thought would be cool, but it was like no, no, it was <laughs> pretty bad. The rule of sequels, which is <laughs> they are always if you get lucky, 
and somehow make a sequel good, it's because you made something totally different and it's mainly a sequel in name. But if you actually like effectively connected it, I'm looking forward to that Kung Fury sequel. (laughs) 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 Or wait, wait, Samurai Cop Two. Samurai Cop Two, that's coming out. Amazing. Again, shout out to SW Review. (laughs) (laughs) They did. They did a hilarious uh, watching of Samurai Cop, in which you learn that the Kickstarter. For Samurai Cop 2 was successful. So, so don't watch Samurai Cop, but watch their review of it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. solid advice. Nice. But yeah, no, so, so the banter, we could have done without the banter. Yeah. But we lucked out on the set list. With Devin, pretty it, much. Yeah, it is yeah. like, uh, so, I don't he, know. He it, needs to let you know what a nerd he is. I already knew. It's important. Yes, everyone he, knows. Then it's not a secret. <laughs> Nobody is under the illusion. You know what I think it happened is I think it started with... With, when he did it in SYL, uh, in Strapping Young Lad. Uh, to Yves Saint Laurent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean Strapping Young Lad. <laughs> when, when he did it in Strapping, it was always like, it fit Strapping. It was angry, like vulgar nonsense that I he would shout. That. City is great. You never got into Strapping? Yeah, never. No, yeah, the thing man. is, so like. I tried. So the problem is like, with heavy is a really heavy thing, right? It's, it, that's like the most Devin Townsend title of all time, right? Yeah. It's like. It's a death metal album, and it's like a joke. And so it's like, eh. but City, like, I think City's really good. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, Aliens, okay. I but. like Alien, and I like, uh, I mean, but this is pretty typical for me in a lot of extreme stuff, is I will initially like the stuff that everyone else hates. So I like the mm. new bl- the new Black. And, oh, no, that one's all right. Well, that's, that was the one that yeah. people were like, it almost be, it was almost too Devin Townsend for, yeah, for yeah. fans of Strapping, because yeah. it was, like, more melodic and more coherent. And, <laughs> it's well, coherent. Not coherent, actually. No, I should say more accessibly uh, structured. But uh, so, right. I really like Alien. Uh, Alien was like the one I really got into. I'd heard, but it was one of those bands where a bunch of people were like, yo, like uh, Chris, Chris Willem- yeah. Willembrock was, that was one of those where he was like, yo, dude, you got to hear City. And I heard it. I was like, ow, <laughs> I'm not going to listen to this. And then I got into Alien because Alien was like really well produced for all the talk about what a great producer Devin Townsend is. Uh, a lot of that early stuff where people are like, yo, Devin Town's a really good producer. And then you go back and you're like, he's a producer. No, who's good the, at making his stuff sound like right, him. The, the reason that in the whole thing, there's basically one reason why Devin Townsend stuff sounds the way it does. Yeah. It's because it all has wide voiced keyboard chords yeah. in the background. Yeah. Like if you it's, tip to all the, the kids out there, if you want to make an album that sounds like Devin Townsend. Yeah. Just play all your harmonies really slow on a spread voicing on a keyboard with a lot of shimmer on the sound. It'll make your yeah. sound make you sound huge. And and on Alien, he did some even weirder stuff without like 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 samples of explosions and crap. Yeah. Like, uh, but I think like on that album, it was like oh, it kind of worked. And then, but before that, it worked, but it was like super harsh. Which I mean, again, for some people, is awesome. Uh, but City's really good. But City is like super. Yeah, super that's harsh. that's the one I like the yeah. most um but so whatever that 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 set was cool uh, yeah we lucked out it just the banter yeah exactly was, made me feel bad anyway so my, my thing was when he when he stopped doing s uh strapping young lad because it was something about like it was super negative and whatever and i don't care i just think he should do something with gene hoagland again but uh his whole his whole vibe changed or whatever right and so for a minute he was just super like kind of prog rock and like i'm not doing that heavy stuff anymore man because it like taps into like the bad vibes and then uh and then he was like oh wait i can just like not be fucked up and write heavy music that totally is cool which was the whole like that's what deconstruction kind of was uh but i don't i mean like ziltoid's heavy though yeah, but it was uh that so was it, no but that was still before the whole like i'm not doing SYL anymore oh that I was, did, I missed, yeah. I didn't know was when they really? cut off date. Yeah, I think so. Cause I think I didn't know that was a thing. I think cause there was, cause the last SYL album was, I think it was kind of already done. And then they were like, we got another album on the contract and he was kind of like, which is again, why it wasn't, it was like the least aggressive strapping album. Cause mm-hmm. it was more, he was just like, uh, not and, feeling it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, but uh, so that was cool. Uh, I, I I pretty much uh, the least excited I've been seeing him was the last time I saw him in New York, but it was only because it was so so much of Ziltoid 2, which I really wasn't into, and 
and the other because it's a double album and half of it is Zoltoy 2 and half of it is some other thing <laughs> and it all sounds the same and was super underwhelming so last time I saw him in New York was my least favorite Devin set but the one at uh, at the festival was pretty solid yeah it's pretty good and he has a keyboardist now which I wrote down like only keyboardist question mark because he was even like we're the only band here that has keyboards which is not true but it was probably the only one where they drew any attention to the keyboard. He's really, really the only one uh, that he knew about. Yeah. He, he didn't know who else was playing. Yeah. Oh, oh, the other part of his banter was he pointed out how he was Canadian, but he didn't speak French. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, he's like, I am Canadian, but. <laughs> yes. And then I, I wrote then this down. He said some bad, bad. This French. was probably him commenting on his own bad banter, but he said, what do you think of the stuff here? <laughs> 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 is he on the spectrum like seriously probably i, I don't like he's no, an odd dude he's just a spaz well yeah but i mean but again that's but yeah no if you watch interviews with him like he's such a canadian nice like oh geez you know like yeah. don't mean to like if you by the way if you take there, offense eh? to any of this there's a there's an <laughs> email address hate mail should i just overdub like every like roughly 20 to 30 minutes just <laughs> randomly overdub Please send hate mail to your music is bad dot com to hate mail at your music is bad. Um, just like a watermark, you know, like <laughs> right, when you're listening right. to a stolen album in the 90s <laughs> and there's that random you're listening to Century Media. Blah, blah. I don't know. I've never listened to stolen album. I, I, I don't there know. was there was a people uh, steal music. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't. But like the kids do, though, with the Napster, right, right with the Napster. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, the Metallica. They dropped off a bunch of paperwork about that. Yeah. 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 I saw Lars did that. <laughs> I thought he saved the internet. Oh, right. No, it's it's safe now because of because of Metallica. Okay, right. That's why we have Spotify. Right. Okay, got it. So now, you know. Thanks, Lars. Now we just pay like one cent per time we listen to a song <laughs> or something. No, I think it's one one thousandth of a cent for every 31 seconds <laughs> yeah. of a song. All right, so uh, it all we goes saw to Taylor Swift, by the way. Oh yeah, well, just not Spotify though, because yeah. she pulled her pulled her stuff. Uh, what do you think of the stuff here? Um, <laughs> that was that was my favorite banter line, even though it was horrible. Uh, and then okay, so the last band we saw. No, this this wasn't the last band. We walked over to no, we caught the end of the, the last one we saw is. I was gonna say, but. Wait, no, wait. I know, but the next one's not the last one. Who's the next one? We went and saw it. We caught the very end of No Effects. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We walked over there because they were playing at the same time, except No Effects' set went longer. They had right, 15 right. more minutes because they were on the main stage. So we went over there. They had some banter. <laughs> yeah. Their well, set was actually mostly banter. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my only thought was because there were another one of those bands where, uh, you know, they've been around forever and I've never listened to them. They, they're pop punk. Yeah, they're like, uh, it's like you wanted to listen to Blink One Eighty Two, but you wouldn't admit it, right? Or Green Day. So you were, but so you were underground. You were listening to No Effects, right? Because No Effects didn't get played on the radio for some unknown reason, <laughs> like because like they're the like the dudes themselves are way edgier, but yeah. the music is not. Yeah, it's the same. It's pop punk. Yeah, um, but they like. I mean, there was just there was actually an article I saw today. Like there was like. No effects offers a hundred bucks to get a hipster to leave their show. Like, and then I think, oh, yeah, well, they basically were heckling the crowd when we came around. Right. No, it's that that's their shit. <laughs> they were doing they, crowd work. They do. Crowd. It's like, it's a stand up comedy yeah. show. They work a crowd. Um, but <laughs> what I mean, like, yeah, I, I just, they were really yeah. hostile well, to the crowd. They were hostile to the crowd. And then when they actually played a song, my thought was, so punk band is punk. <laughs> i guess yeah it was yeah. it was very unremarkable if you know no effects it sounds exactly like what you would expect because yeah. there's no there's no mystery around performing that live you're not like man i wonder if they can pull it off <laughs> pull it's off like, that punk song <laughs> it's like that uh that two-step you think that's gonna hold up <laughs> you so, know but live you think we're gonna be able to do this yeah so it was that was really unremarkable but we only we got there for the end like yeah. for two songs and then, and then, then we saw the king of all banter, the legend. <laughs> What's that? Opeth. No, thank God they weren't playing. <laughs> I mean, Michael's the 
king of all banter. No, but he, no, he's not. He wishes, he wishes he wishes he had, he had banter, banter like, like this man. I have to hear that. Dude, this is pretty grim banter. This is a, this was amazing. So we saw Iggy Pop. Oh. And uh, AK, uh, <laughs> which was also firmly under the wait, uh, what? I, we, we, can okay. get to, we can get to it. Okay, okay we'll get to it. Uh, but Suddenly I understand. So uh, <laughs> another one of these bands where I was like, yes, I want to see Iggy Pop because he's a legend, and I will never care to see him again. You may also not have the chance, right? And I also know people who will be like, "Oh my god, you thought Iggy Pop?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, it was dumb." <laughs> just <laughs> to be a, just like, amazingly, he was upright for the whole right. set. So, uh, I expect them to like wheel him out. <laughs> I, but he's got like that Keith Richards thing going, right? No, no, I've I've seen him he's on TV. actually fueled by the drugs. Yeah. So I, I mean, I kind of knew he was this leathery old mess and he was going to come out and be shirtless and like flail around a lot yeah he was like limping like he was already like (laughs) i don't got much time left man (laughs) but the best thing he said so this is the quote where we gotta set we gotta set this up we gotta set the stage so he goes he comes out there right shirtless and 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 if you enjoyed lita ford's neck (laughs) like like iggy not only was leathery he like he quickly broke a sweat so it was like this sheen it looked like grandma's couch like that's covered <laughs> oh. in plastic oh. right like and you like and it's that sound right when you move on the couch like you feel you look at iggy and you feel like he probably makes that sound and and he's all <laughs> he's all glistening there all sweaty under the lights and he starts he starts doing the moves right like he's 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 swinging the microphone around on the cord like he's doing all the crazy bullshit and you're just like, oh, my God, this is happening. And it's kind of like his his band was very uh, I want to say journeyman like right there yeah. they were like we're gonna play these songs whether Iggy's with us or not <laughs> like like we get paid and and whatever he does that's his deal i'm paid to play the song as as we practiced it and and so then like it's just kind of this morbid and and just di- there's a air of disbelief around it cuz yeah. you're like this is really happening and so then right so then he breaks out his epic banter which i think well, you're about okay, to read first, the line first he played a bunch of the hits real early he knew what the crowd wanted he right. right he he cranked out the hits like like it's one of those deals i don't even know which songs are Iggy pop songs and i'm like i know this song right that was the thing i didn't even i didn't know uh passenger was him uh he did uh i'm already i can't remember them now probably should have like, looked this the up only one online. i don't think he did that i know is a big Iggy pop hit is lust for life because he probably closed with that. Probably one. closed with it. But yeah. every other one that I spoiler alert, we didn't stay to the end. Of the we set. did not stay. To... No, but here's the thing. So I think I, I I remember it like we were about to leave. I remember being like, "All right, that's about enough of this dude." And then he was like, <laughs> "Man, I just gotta say, this means more than fucking anything." He's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "It's so great to see everybody here." Yeah. He's like, "This means more than fucking anything, man. I'm almost dead. I really need this." <laughs> no, he. <laughs> I'm almost, no, he, goes, he goes, I'm almost dead, and I need and I, this. And I need but he, this. But he said it. He, right, it was there, was, the, there was a hint of desperation. Right, he was like, like, I'm almost dead, and I need this. Like, yeah. you're like, yeah. Right, we were like, does he know something? We don't know. Like, is he, like, he might not make it to the end <laughs> of this set. set. Right. We're like, is he just playing the hits because he doesn't know if he'll get to them? <laughs> like, is this his last show? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We thought maybe he was front loading the set because he himself did not expect to make it to right. the end of the set. And and we believed it. We were like, yeah, I can see it, man. I just think he's going to just drop halfway through this set. So we stayed a little longer because we were like, is are we about to see some like major history here? Like, like there's no pyro at the fest. Though. Yeah. Like, how's he going to do this? I'm almost dead and I need this, man. So. So, yeah, well, so he 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 rolled through the hits. And then we were starving because we'd been there, you know, since three. And I didn't want to like the, the thing was there was literally 
I, I, I'm not about to eat poutine. I don't even know if I can. Yeah. Uh, There's literally like one thing at the fest that I could eat, which yeah, was the ribs. Even And even if you so, could, the food at the fest was not. Well, and so I talked to Amelie about this today. So she said that um, it was actually way worse this year. Oh, really? Like last year, there were there was better options. And like um, the other thing was she was saying that, that like um, VIP previous years was like 250. And this year was like six. 50 or something huh. whatever she's like she's like it was really weird the quality of all the stuff around she's like was way worse huh. um but yeah the only thing i could eat was ribs i'm like man i don't want to end up eating these ribs three days yeah. in a row so we went we we, we uh we were like okay we're gonna leave and get some food and we take off and um and we're like wait there's a the people keep talking about the casino like like we can, we can go to the casino and so we asked security on the way out we're like how do we get this casino? And they're like, you just take this, sh- this shuttle bus. And they're like, it's right here. It's, it's, it's like five minutes. We're like, awesome. And then this janitor who like clearly spoke <laughs> French most of the time, he goes, he's like, he meant to say it's close. Like it's close by, but he's like, it is close. And we're like, it's wait, it's closed. Like we, sh- <laughs> I'm like, aren't most casinos open like all the time? And 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 then we realized what he was saying, and then we went to, we we went to the casino. We were like, thanks for trying to contribute, pal, but not helping. And then they had a band at the casino. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the white. It was the whitest Prince cover band. I I, didn't, I don't think they were old too. Wait, they what? weren't. They weren't a Prince cover. They were like a. They were just a uh, cover band. Yeah. They happened to be playing Prince. It was really old, old band too. Yeah, they were old. Uh, I don't remember. Didn't they play? They played like Elvis or something too. I don't. I don't even remember. Um. <laughs> Wait. So, so so right before the fest, before we kind of go on to another band, hmm. there was a death hoax. Where everyone was trying to say that Iggy Pop was dead. <laughs> oh man! Like, I wonder if that's why he said that. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, it's like this it might would, as well be man. I'm almost dead. While we're speaking, I need this. We should, we should. This is a good time. This is a good segue to bring up, bring up band hoaxes. So, yeah. so some people may, may or may not have heard. Um, so there's this band. They played at the fest. We missed them. I'd never heard of them. They're called Once Upon a Burning Body. Right. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, so this band is most notorious for, um, they faked the disappearance of their lead singer. Oh, I heard about to this. get to it's get amazing. press. Oh, I heard. Yeah. 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 And so they, so they were at the fest. Now, the reason that I even know that they played or that this happened or anything is because so Kim Dilla, who who we've given shout outs on the cast before, because you should check out her clothing company, uh, Kill 'Em. Killa Custom Rockwear, that's K-Y-L-L-A. Uh, she's made me a lot of cool stuff. Uh, she used to be the singer in Guar for a minute. She's been in a bunch of other bands. So she was there working the fest for, for 70 tons, the, the metal cruise. And apparently, apparently she got into a physical altercation with this guy. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I guess he was. Oh, and that's, it's the same yeah, band. Yeah. Same band. That's oh, the thing. Shit. So that's because, because here's what happened. So she had it's no, idea. Gross. she yeah. had no, she had no idea who this guy was. So they're like in the VIP or whatever. And, um, and I guess like, you know, he was hitting on, he was hitting on like, because they're there for 70 tons, the girls are there and like, you know, not like bikinis, but like, I don't know what they called it, but pool wear, whatever it is. Yeah. And he's hitting on them and like getting nowhere. And I guess he got, he got upset by it, whatever. And, uh, mouthed off and, and Kim, I thought there was some ass grabbing involved. There may, yeah, have, there yeah. may have been, I was, there was some was conflicting like ass, stories. Yeah. I, cause I read, I read a, uh, a thing on it and it was ass grabbing. And then, yeah. And then when they were like bothered by that, he was like, don't you know who I am? Well, yeah. he's like, he's like, he, he was like, F you. Like, I get way hotter chicks all the time. Like, you don't know who I am, blah, blah. Yeah. So apparently, like, like Kim broke his glasses and then put him in a chokehold. <laughs> um, Go, Kim. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was, there, was, there wasn't security around. Right. So she yeah. took care of business. She took care of business. And she used went, to be a pro wrestler, by the way, which we'll get to yeah. that as well. And then I heard, like, when, like he came back with friends and then security did show sure, up and like right. threw him out. Yeah. He's like, I'm a performer. It's like, yeah, not anymore, pal. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're done. You already performed. Yeah. So you were a performer. Now you were you're just an asshole <laughs> yeah. that we're throwing the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. So like, 
So, and so clearly not Canadian. Hoax is right. I, I, I actually, actually have no yeah, idea. I don't know. But I'm just assuming because every other Canadian band seems super cool. Yeah, that, like, well, they were like, really nice. Like, like douchebags. Yeah, like, so these, must not be Canadian. Yeah, my, no. People don't know how the fest works up here. Doesn't pass the test. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so that was that was crazy. Um, I don't even know what day that was, but the, we're going to pretend it fits in here. Yeah, well, we heard about it on Sunday. I don't It probably happened on Saturday it, then. Yeah, I don't, I, I honestly don't know. I don't need to need to ask him but yeah so that that was crazy um so then we're gone uh faith no more closed out so we had we had like no real interest in seeing faith no more they're one of these bands that like i don't i don't understand why people are so into them i would have seen them so that when that one guy's like oh man you saw faith no more i'd be like yeah yeah you can be super jealous yeah but we thought it'd be even funnier to be (laughs) like yeah, I could have seen, seen Faith No More, more and I, I chose didn't. to leave. So I chose I could food go instead. Eat at a casino, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Um, which which was a solid choice. And it then was. actually, we got back and we we like heard the end of right. their. We set actually could have gone back because the the, the casino was so close. Uh, you, right. you you can leave and come back. They like scan your ticket so you can get back in. Yeah, so it's still in the system. And we're like, well, you know, maybe we get back, we whatever. But we came back and we we had food and we, and we could hear them. And also, it just didn't oh, it sound good. Bad. And we was just like, oh yeah, no, I don't. At that point, I was like, I, I was like, I I ate and I'm tired and I don't care. <laughs> but even if I did, I don't I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> it was it sounded pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. So we just we just left. We uh, <laughs> that that was, that was Saturday. 